What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, Asian Madness listeners. Let's see. I have almost 60 full episodes and about 17 bonus episodes. I figured it's about time I did an update on some of the cases. There aren't that many case updates really, since many cases are actually older and closed cases, or maybe they're older and unsolved. I'm going to go in chronological order, and I guess it wouldn't really matter if you haven't listened to the episodes yet. I personally don't consider this as spoilers, mostly because it's true crime and not a TV show, but do whatever you think is best. Let's begin. First up, let's talk about the Twitter killer from my bonus episode 1. If you don't remember, a guy in Japan called Shiraishi Takahiro basically went on Twitter and lured a bunch of women who wanted to commit suicide to his house. He would either promise to kill himself along their side, or just stay by their side to support them. But in reality, he just ended up killing and dismembering these very trusting people. Anyway, in late September of 2020, He was in court again and admitted to the court that all the allegations made against him were correct. So in other words, he himself admitted to killing eight women and one man. Right now, his lawyers are arguing that he killed these people with their consent, since most of his victims did express suicidal thoughts. The prosecution disagrees, however, because of the bruises on the victims and also how they were handled afterwards. It is even rumored that Shiraishi himself disagrees. If he does get sentenced to murder with consent, he could be free in seven years. If not, he could get the death sentence. Either way, we will have to wait till after his sentencing hearing on December 15th. Next up, let's talk about the killer cop werewolf Mikhail Popkov from episode 9. He was a Russian ex-cop serial killer who liked to target lone women. He would sometimes rape and then bludgeon the victims to death with a hammer. In his defense, he said he was trying to keep the streets clean and clear of these prostitutes. So in return, he gives back murder and bloodshed. Makes zero sense to me. Anyway, he was caught in 2012 and has been behind bars since then. He has been so far convicted of killing at least 81 women, and recently, as in August 2020, He confessed to murdering two other women in the 90s. At this point, no one really knows how many people he's killed. Not even Popkov himself knows for sure. Unfortunately, at this point, everything just kind of feels like a number game. It's kind of hard to think about the victims because no one really knows the identity of all these women. Kind of sad. Mikhail Popkov has finally expressed regret, though I tend to think he regrets it because he's being kept alive in prison and life sucks for him. He also expressed his wishes to receive the death sentence, but unfortunately, or fortunately, the death penalty has been suspended in Russia. Now let's discuss episode 17, the serial killer from Thailand who was found guilty for killing and cooking several children. He died in the late 50s, and if you recall, his body was put on display since his death in the Siri Raj Hospital Medical Museum. Well, 
It's been at least six decades since his death, and human rights groups have stepped up and stated that it is very undignified to display something like that, especially for what he was known for. So finally, in July of this year, his body was finally taken out of his display case and was cremated. He received a traditional Buddhist funeral, religious funeral rites, and eventually was cremated. His body was initially put on display to show people that punishment comes to those who commit wrongful acts. So if you kill and eat children, you will be executed and put on display for about 60 years. No relatives ever wanted to claim him. Next, let's take a look at episode 21, The Murder of Jessica Lal, a model from India. In the year 1999, Jessica was working as a celebrity barmaid at a party serving drinks, and because of local regulations, they were not allowed to serve alcohol after 12.30am. Manu Sharma, whose dad was a politician, came in after midnight demanding drinks. Jessica refused, so he fired a warning shot. She refused again, so he shot her dead. Some people really don't know how to take no for an answer. Anyway, he was sentenced to life imprisonment in 2006, and while it was a life sentence, well, earlier this year, June of 2020, he was released because of good behavior. For the last two years of his prison sentence, though, he was actually doing this open jail thing where he was able to go out during the day, but had to return to jail for the night. Supposedly, he was only allowed to go to work and not leave the city, but who knows. Sort of defeats the whole purpose of a life sentence, in my opinion. Do I believe his early release and special treatment is somehow connected to his father's political status? Yes, obviously. Episode 33, we talked about the man who went on a rampage and killed 19 disabled people, injuring 24 others in a home in Japan. Earlier this year, the 30-year-old man, Uematsu Satoshi, was sentenced to death by hanging. His defense team tried to argue that he was mentally incompetent because he was high on marijuana at the time, but the chief judge did not believe that this was the case, as his attack and everything in between seemed premeditated. I still believe this guy has issues that are not drug-related. I feel like his actions and things he said and emotions he's displayed don't really make sense. I don't know. His death sentence is finalized for the moment, so... That's that. For the last update, let's now discuss bonus episode 15, the yoga ball murder. Not really sure what you guys think, if the dad killed his family or if it was just a serious case of oopsie-daisy, but either way, he's still sentenced to life. A few months ago, around July of 2020, Ka Kim Sun was stripped of his medical license, qualifications, and registration in a hearing before the medical council. Apparently, he was expected to contact the medical council after his crime and sentencing, and even when he was asked to attend the meetings, he didn't. He did not even send a representative. I don't really get this. I mean, I guess when you have a life sentence weighing on you, these council meetings probably don't seem that important in comparison. What a shame, though. This man seemed to have a lot of potential and seemed to know his stuff. Too bad he decided to use his skills to kill his family. Well, that's the update episode I have for you right now, but 
but hopefully I can continue to update you guys on more ongoing cases or unsolved cases as things pop up. Thank you for supporting me and for sticking around. These last three years podcasting have been quite amazing. I made so many friends, talked to so many people, and I have learned so much. You guys are wonderful. I will be back with more Asian Madness very, very soon. Thank you. Till next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.